With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to AFL Nation. Gary Rowan wins it after the siren with a dead eye shot. Where are you, buddy? There he is! <laughs> he juggles the mark at the front. Ball to Springer, the magic man. He's done it again. Jake Springer, the everywhere man. He says the chance to get through. Bontempelli! Simply the bots! Gives it to Gordon. Willie from 55. Torment eased and a curse lifted. Melbourne Premiers in 2021. AFL Nation. And a very good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to AFL Nation on this Saturday for Tyre Power. Your match day favourites for tyre safety and McDonald's scored the classic McChicken today order via McDelivery. Great job from the Crunch Time team. If you've just jumped in the car or turned on the radio, it's Adelaide versus the West Coast Eagles. It, it, on first glance, it's not necessarily the blockbuster of the weekend, but the West Coast Eagles season, it may turn around at some point this year, and you don't want to be the team that it turns around against. Anthony Hudson, Andy Murray, and Liam Pickering with you as we look back on Friday night and ahead to a big Saturday afternoon. Uh, Andy Mark, first of all, a very good afternoon. Hello, Welcome to you. Lovely to be here, Hutto. Um, yeah, the West Coast Eagles, they're, um, for all the wrong reasons, becoming a story, or they are a story now this season. And percentage, you know, in, in perilous um, areas, performance has been questionable at times. Uh, their, their effort um, has been questionable at times in recent weeks. Um, the, the more players they get back, seemingly the worse they go, which is kind of... Um, uh, counterintuitive and very troubling, I would have thought. Yeah, lots of discussion points on the West Coast Eagles. As there is for the Adelaide Crows, their effort has been much more commendable, but it's still it's a little tricky to work out exactly where they are in their rebuild. At the moment, they're 15th in the ladder. They had three wins for the year and a percentage of 78. So, Pickers, they certainly would want to win this afternoon. Welcome to you, mate. Yeah, good to be here, Hutto, and also to you, Andy. Hey, Picks. It's, it's, yeah, look, it's, it's been such a disappointment, the West Coast. They really have, and I've probably called three or four of their games now this, this year and their lack of effort has been really noticeable. And Adelaide, on the other hand, I think they bring effort, yep, but they've they still played. only won three games. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's And they have their good – and then when they're good, they're competitive and then we've seen that in a couple of good games this year and good wins. 
Um, but then they have drop-offs as well. So it's not a, not a blockbuster, this game, but there is a fair bit at stake. There is, and the weather could well be a factor as well. Uh, Andy, you were on the bomb before. Yeah, and not having a look. You know. uh, I've got a bit of a fascination with the weather radar at the moment. I'm, I'm a bit like you. I've become an old man, <laughs> and I tend to check the weather quite a lot. All the time. Radar. Yeah, what is it? Just because we're getting older, I think all of a sudden is. we're looking at radars all the time. But if you're going to go and do something outside in the next <laughs> couple of hours. Well, as a cricketer, I thought you would have been doing that for years. To well, be I was doing it when I played cricket, but I wasn't doing it in general. Life. We didn't have when we were playing cricket. <laughs> no. picks, we didn't have these. We used to have to ring up the, the weather bureau. Exactly. <laughs> used to look out to the west and see should what I, was coming over the horizon. Should I battle bold? Exactly. <laughs> what am I Some doing? radars are more equal than others. I find. <laughs> yeah. There's a good point. You can trust them. Others no, you can't. A, there's a lot of junk coming in from the west and sweeping uh, across Adelaide quickly, and some of it's quite heavy. So we'll keep an eye on it throughout the day. It's coming across the. Is it the Gulf or the Bight or the Bay or the Harbour? I don't know what it is out to the west of Adelaide. Whatever that body of water is. It's coming, though. Yeah, it is. So, <laughs> and I think uh, the Perth's copping a bit too, isn't it? Yeah, for, it's blue moon. For that game tomorrow. So that's a big game, Fremantle and Brisbane. So it is. We know that might play a factor in both games. We know the Dockers' record in recent times in, uh, in wet weather. All right, we'll talk more about the game coming up, but we can uh, turn our attention uh, back to uh, last night. And that's uh, our Friday night recap. Uh, and ask the question, who made the game easy from last night's game? For Kennard's hire, they make your job easy. Talk to someone who has taken the Ken Oath today. And you'd have to say it was Jeremy Cameron that made it look easy at the start and at the finish. But it was done hard in the middle, wasn't it, for it, the Cats? So how do we assess Friday night beyond the fact that the Cats got the four points and have really set the back half of their season up well? versus the dogs who were obviously poor out of the blocks, did all that work to get back, couldn't get across the line, and now they really face an uphill battle with a tough draw. Well, Ge- Geelong is just the ultimate professional. I mean, that, that year in, year out, they, they can establish a lead. They're hard Once they do, they're hard to run down. Oh, you would have London to a brick last night at three-quarter time that the Western Bulldogs had established superiority around the contest, and they were probably going to generate enough footy to get them over the line. And yet, somehow, Geelong in that area of the ground, sort of or that in area of the contest, dug in and probably had the better of him uh, in the last 20 minutes of the game. That was fundamental to him getting over the line. So they find a way, Geelong. They're, they are an easy team to want to write a story about, and yet they continue to defy those of us who think the end is nigh. And I'll tell you, the only thing missing today is, is Jared Waitley in your place. So Hutto, myself, and Jared could be sitting here just going, what about those cutters on a Friday night? You get the four points, you put them in the bank, you go off for a bye, and away we go. Yeah. So they were good. They were really good. They were ex- it was excellent early. Listening to Chris Scott talking about the fact that they had obstacles and injuries through this whole period, really, and he, he was saying they only had one key defender going into last night, into Coning, yeah. and then obviously they lost – because they lost Cole Jasney, and then and they lost Stewart. Yeah, and yeah, Stewart was a big one. He got out of the game. It did change a little bit, but – Cats were doing it really easy. I thought there was one bit of play in that first, second quarter where Tommy Hawkins takes the mark and it's looking like he's going to have a shot. Yeah. He goes on the left foot and tries to chip it to the goal square. Yeah, it's a bit. And, you know, as a Geelong supporter, you would have thought it as well, oh, they've rushed up and got a goal at the other end. Then they've got another one. Yeah. And you can feel the momentum change. But I thought when the game was on the line in the last quarter, the Cats had the answers. And you're right. In the end, the, the Dogs were never going to win that game in the last quarter, I didn't no, think. No, because no we were the, the Geelong boys were holding – and they were, every time they were challenged, they found another way to get a goal. So, no, I think they're, they're a very professional footy team. We know that. And they defended well, Hutto. They I mean, did, this is yeah. the point. Without them, and you can, you can almost hear it. You can almost hear the reasons being given by Chris Scott and others at Geelong. You know, we were decimated in the back half. We were damn manpower. And, you know, they ran over the top of us. But, you know, we'll get players. 
Well, it wasn't required in the end because they just dug in and defended really well when it got in. The kid's a superstar. Um, it's too early to call him that. But Jeez, he's going well. He's going to be – His he, improvement from round – you know, I, I saw him in the flesh against Brisbane when they – he got he got towed up for a, a quarter and then even within that game yeah, he turned he it did. around. Yeah. His improvement since then is well, phenomenal. The role he's playing, and he's playing on serious football yeah. at the yes. moment, Sander Conning. So he uh, he, he is a – serious football, that guy. So we're talking to Josh Shinkins about him during the week. He's done a lot of one-on-one stuff with him up in the hub, and and he was saying that, it, and this runs through the Deconing family, I reckon. They're kind of dudes. They're all a bit laid back. They're skaters. They're 10 kids. They're, you know, two families have come together. They're, they, they, just, they like life outside of yep. footy and whatever the... Live down Torquay. All of that sort of <laughs> stuff. And they... I think they've had a little moment where it's the penny's taken a little while to drop, certainly for Tommy, and now for Sam, almost on the same sort of path for them to really dig in and take this thing, understand what it is. Yeah. And once the penny drops, I think they become very, very good footballers. Well, they've just got all the tools, athleticism, ability. They, they back themselves in. They go yeah. for their marks, both of the boys. Uh, look, I, I think – I remember JJ telling me this before the season started, well before. Mm. He's claiming it, it was in January. And I reckon it was. I mean, I was talking to him and he said, we got one here. He's going to be real good, real special. His name's Sam DeConing. And I said, oh, he played one game last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, as a forward. Him. Yeah. Anyway, and a couple, of, a couple of the Geelong boys that we managed, we don't manage Sam, but have actually been saying about him for 12 months as well, saying right. we went to this guy, he's going to be a really good player. Yeah. Anyway, and we're seeing it now and we're seeing it against quality opponents. Uh, and he did it again last night on a, on a serious football himself. And Chris got talked about how this was the first pre-season he specialised as a defender mm. and Harry Taylor, an unbelievable mentor to, to have and to help uh, help train him. But will he be will he be a defender forever now? Or when, when Hawkins goes, could he go forward? Potentially he can, yeah. At the moment, I wouldn't move him. No. I, oh, no, he's I, so important no, to John's defence. They won't move him, yeah. But... Yeah, down the track, maybe, maybe, but it's not always an easy transition. We know Norton did it. Norton started as a, as a fullback, didn't he, mm, his first he, year? He, and he then did. Well, Kenny was arguing today that the Bulldogs should move Norton back to centre-half back. They've got nothing else in forward. I though, know. Well, his point was interesting, it, though. It's like, you take Norton out of there, then they are completely unpredictable. At, at the moment, unpredictable, they, just, yeah. they kick to him. But they've got no, yeah. Yeah, he gets drawn. They draw a lot of, he draws a lot of footy. They know where it's going. Norton, which is, for a defence like Geelong's, which is a takeaway how young Sam DeConing is, the rest of them are really experienced, so they've got a lot of experienced heads around them. Well, yeah. If they had Bruce going, if Bruce is in the team, yeah, yeah. then they might look at that. Could, yeah, and if um, uh, maybe that's a reason, though, if you've got Bruce and then you have Norton, then you've actually got a decent structure. Well, well for that's right. But you, you, you want Eugle Hagen to be a player. Shaq could kick five on the weekend. Whether they've put a line through him in the VFL, I don't know whether he's got any future at this level or not. But they have. They've got the kid Karmas has come in, and you know he's starting to find it a bit harder yeah. the last couple of weeks, but he's shown enough. Um, they have got some players there, but they just need, mm. they need Bruce to come back and one of the other ones to stand up. Well, is this year just going to be a write-off in the end for the Bulldogs or not? Oh, I don't think it's a write-off, but I think it's getting harder and harder for this, to see them making the out. Yeah. It's hard to push a case for them the way they're playing. Yeah, and they'll say, oh, well, they were pretty close and Geelong a fourth now. Well, they had their chance. They were asleep at the wheel at the start. Yep. That's taken nothing away from Geelong. They were terrific early. And the one area that you thought they had a real ascendancy – they got burned in the first quarter by the Geelong midfield. Yeah. Absolutely owned. And then they use their strength for two quarters. And then when the game's in line, it's an arm wrestle. The Cats are too strong. So uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I think outside of them, Richmond are out of the eight at the moment. I think Richmond are a better side yep. right now. 
than Bulldogs. I was. I, I, I keep waiting for the dogs to turn it around. I, I sort of even till last night I had faith that they would, but yeah. But now, there's, there's there's glaring errors. Yeah, not oh, errors. There is. There's holes in their list. Yeah. No, 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 there is. But I mean, they've got such a huge amount of talent in the midfield, and it. it last year going, and I thought, you know, having lived the lesson with Geelong. You know, when they had Kelly and Ablett and everyone yeah. trying to play in the midfield, I thought, well, you can actually have too many stars in the midfield. But then the Bulldogs made a grand final and but almost you know won the, a flag. Do you know the difference in my view is Corey could go to halfback, Kelly went back at Geelong, and you look at some of these other guys, you know, Bartel could play on the wing. And then the Abletts and these guys were the inside mid. Chapman started as a midfielder. Yeah. He went and became mm. a half forward. I don't see too many of the Bulldogs players. They play Dunkley across yeah. the forward line mainly. Yep. Yep. The rest of them all want to play on the ball. There's, I don't see too many that are natural in other spots. Yes, yeah. you know whether like Liber is Liber was terrific last night. Yes. I thought he was nearly the best player on the ground. Yep. Way outside of Cameron, yep. thought he was probably the second best player on the ground. But and he, I thought, got them going last night. But a lot of those guys just don't look like they want to play anywhere but midfield. Mm. So unless you embrace it, you're, you're going to have a lot of blokes fighting for the same airtime. Is it going to be one of those years? This year, like normally by now, you know, one might come in, one might go out. But mm. I keep looking at this ladder and going, oh, oh, from really from four down, and it, I'm not being disrespectful to St Kilda. And I think I think they're yeah very short price to make it, but I don't think they're home and hose locked away yet. They've got a tough run home. Carlton the same. They might not get all their players back until it's mm. too late. Well, the they- next four or five weeks for them is going to be a really big sort of month and a bit. And then and there's Richmond, as you mentioned, Collingwood. They beat Hawthorne tomorrow. They're, if they beat Hawthorne, if yeah. they do, Port Adelaide. Who knows? Gold Coast. Who knows? I mean, Port and Gold Coast. You're starting to get right. Their finger. They're hanging on by their fingernails. But you just, wouldn't write them off completely just, just on, yet. On Gold Coast, where, how many wins have they had? I'm just looking at the ladder in five. front of you. Five. So they go to six wins. They'll go to the same wins as the Dogs if they Correct. win tonight, and Correct. they should win tonight. Yep. Yep. Up there, they've been up there for a week and a half. Yep. And, and should boost their percentage. And it's not, and the percentage is not a massive. They're seventeen percent behind, so it's yeah. not massive. Yeah, but it's still hard to make that up in the last. Yeah, half it of is. Year. Yeah, unless but, you get a couple of softies. Well, it depends you know? who you're playing, doesn't yeah. it? Well, yeah. well, that's going to come into into Absolutely. play. Absolutely, the teams in and around the top four. Yeah. Who's, who have they got to come? Mm. Yeah, you know, to see who's going to be there. Look, well, I'm a bit like you with St Kilda. I look at them and I think, oh, but they can't do much more than they're no, doing. No, they're, no, no, they're going they're well. Doing, yep. So as it sits right now, you'd say oh, St Kilda going to make the eight. I think they will. Yes. We might uh, pick this conversation up after we take a short break and we count down. And you were telling us, Andy, that the Eagles getting players back. Well, unfortunately, oh, Jeremy God, McGovern is a laid out. Not so another one. Yep. Replaced Jeez. by Nation, the selected side. So uh, Not really a like for like, that. Not really no. a like for like, no. but probably don't have much choice, do they? That's been one of their major issues. We'll take a break and come back with more. It's our pregame show for Thirsty Camel Bottle Shops. Answer the Camel's call. Thirsty Camel Bottle Shops and Beaumont Tiles. Huge sale is on right now. Uh, Colonel Bob Sheridan, Jared Waitley. Is uh, just uh, doing his prep for tomorrow's uh, really good of you to step boxing. up to so by the way. stepping in for the big game between the Crows and the Eagles on AFL Nation. <laughs> Welcome back on this Saturday afternoon, Adelaide Oval is where the action is. First up this afternoon, it's all with thanks to Tyre Power, your match day favourites for Tyre Safety and McDonald's. Score the classic McChicken today. You can order via McDelivery. Uh, Liam Pickering, Andy Marr and Anthony Hudson with you this afternoon in the chair. Don't forget to our luggage partners for today's game is Samsonite, Innovative Travel and Business Solutions. So uh, just just a thought before we move on to this uh, first game this afternoon, uh, just a final summation, I suppose, around the discussion we were having about who, who, who have you kind of got locked in on that ladder as you look at it at the moment? We're kind of at this mid-season period. There'd be lots of reviews going on amongst all the teams as they have their buy. 
Um, do, do we still feel after last week that the hierarchy is Melbourne, Gap, Brisbane, Gap, Fremantle, Gap the rest? Or is it Melbourne and Brisbane together? And then I think it's Melbourne, Melbourne, Gap, Brisbane, Fremantle, Geelong. That's right. what I think. Okay. Uh, then there's a little bit of a gap, I reckon. Yeah, I've got I've got Fremantle and Geelong off Brisbane. Pretty, yeah, yeah. Little, maybe oh, I've a got little Brisbane bit off, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll we'll see a bit more after the game tomorrow, won't we? With, with yeah, Brisbane. we will. We'll see really where they're at because if they can go over there and beat biggest trip in the in footy, go over there and take on the Dockers who are in really good form and win, then there is a significant gap, I think. So Craig McRae made a point on the way, and he was sort of half dousing Collingwood's performance the week before against Carlton. But you're saying it's not who, it's when. It's when, yeah. Because y- you can look at the, the next, the second half of the season now and try and formulate your predictions based on who's in now. But you get a team with two. Like Fremantle have lost three players. Tabernard, Walters and Chapman go out of that side from last week. It's a very different looking team all of a sudden that runs out against Brisbane. Now, I reckon, we had, were sort of spitballing this yesterday. I reckon if they had their time again, and I suspect they knew that Tabner and Walters weren't going to come up. But this is a massive four points for Fremantle. And I reckon if they if they could, they'd almost be tempted to pick Nat Fife and play him 60% forward uh, rather than – because he could be – he could be if he's ready to play, which he is clearly because he's mm. playing in the waffle, but just not ready yeah. to play 100%, he could make a difference in this game I tomorrow. Think, I mean, that's where I think the maturity and the, and the level-headedness of the coach yeah, is coming is, to the fore yep. because he's made that decision on the basis of – and, you know, on the back of discussions, numerous discussions with Fife, numerous discussions with sports yes. uh, performance. Yes. And that's the plan they come up with. If you if you set it in motion, don't waver from it. Yeah, I Just agree. because of change. Because yeah. that's where you will come undone in my yeah, view. Yeah, yeah. So clearly they – so the, the, the speculation is that Fife wants to be mid when he comes back. Yep. So he's got to get, you know, some mid-level, mid-sort of um, time into him before they throw him back into that area of the ground in an AFL game. Fair enough. But my view is, no, no, if you're going to play 60 65%, you can play that front half. Yeah. The intensity is not as great. You're not going to put your body through. You've still got to – but – I heard Kingy talking about this before. <laughs> I can't ever remember seeing him rip a game apart. I agree with him. I can't remember seeing Fife. We all think he's this guy. I can just go forward and just turn a game. But I've never seen him really do it. How did he no. go in the 2000 and the grand If he had a kick straight yeah, in that that, grand that's final. always been his Achilles heel, yeah, I thought. He, yeah, he's he, not a great kick. He hasn't been able to kick straight. Yeah. It just, um, so just on terms of the Gold Coast we talked about earlier, they play uh, North Melbourne twice and the West Coast Eagles in the run hard. And let's talk about who and when you play. Um, they play the fewest top eight sides in the run home of any of the sides chasing eight spot. I think Geelong have got to play West Coast twice too, don't they, coming up? And in, North And North, uh, North one more time. One more time, yeah. One more time. The Bulldogs play six six more games against top eight sides. Um, St Kilda's top eight run's pretty tough. And the Suns play three. So that's all it's funny when you, in the mix. When you look at it at the start of the year, no one's thinking the West Coast are going to be like they are. All right. So no one wants to play the West Coast twice no, well they, they before could, the season starts. They could still be much more – they could be stronger. Like the Essendon play them in three weeks' time. Could that be a Friday night disaster for the Bombers? The Eagles finally oh, get sure things together. Not. Why have we caught three night weeks in a row, the Bombers? Well, that's, that's hard to believe. Well, yeah. Actually, I do know why. Because – Essendon Carlton is the one. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yep. Carlton. St Kilda wanted to play them on a Friday night because it's their home game. Right. And then the West Coast game, I think the West Coast might have requested it as well ages ago. It was one of their Friday nights. So you two, Richmond, yes or no? Yes. 
Uh, finals. Ah, uh, yeah, Richmond. Yep. Yep. Collingwood? Yep. Question mark? No, not for me. Port Adelaide? No. No. Gold Coast? No. Okay, so who comes out? You both got Bulldog, Richmond in. Bulldogs out, Richmond in. For me, I reckon the rest will stay. You? Yeah. What's Carlton's run home like? I mean, who yeah, knows? Not easy. I, I, not easy. I probably agree with that at this, at this stage. The Swans, I was sort of bullish on, but... Yeah. I'm winning the flag at the start of the year. Yeah. Oh, I'm still eight. really bullish on them. So am I. Really in the long bullish. term, I am, but at the, in the midterm, I'm just... Oh, well, you saw the way they won that game last week. Not, not many clubs beat Richmond when they're Richmond. they got a five-goal yeah. lead yep. in the third quarter. Yep. Yep. You know, yeah. Even though it was up there, I, I just thought that was a seriously brave They're win. no chance and tonight, are they? I'd give them a real chance tonight. Do you? Even without Buddy. I give them a, they'll be oh, right yeah. in this game for a long time tonight. Yeah, okay. they're a chance. They're a chance. Uh, speaking of which, so just quickly before we break and come back and do a full preview of this afternoon's game, uh, Suns and North, just a, a big win to the Suns, Suns in Darwin. Suns should win comfortably. Yep. M- Melbourne and Sydney, we just touched Close, on there. Close, but probably lead to Melbourne, but I reckon Sydney will push them a long way. And I reckon Brisbane will beat uh, Fremantle tomorrow. Okay. And Hawthorne and uh, Collingwood is the other one no, tomorrow afternoon. Another game which I'm really looking forward to watching. Hawthorne every chance, but I'm going for Collingwood. Mm. Andy, what do you think? Uh, Hawthorne are one of those teams that... On their day, they yeah, can catch they, anyone. They can. They can. But I'm, I don't disagree with picks on any of those, actually. Yeah. Collingwood are, uh, Collingwood are really interesting, I reckon, they, because they we all know how well they started the season and the style they were playing. They've clearly made... They started to fall off a little bit, get a few injuries. They've clearly made some defensive adjustments to the way they're playing, which has improved them. Mm. So I, I'm still... They're, they're a fun team to watch at the moment. Yeah, they are. They're a fun team. He's getting a great response from from the under-23s on that yep. list. He's getting a great response from them. And they're, Looks- they're relatively consistent for a team that's playing not a massive amount of youth, but relying on younger players in yep. key areas of the ground at times. So It's a good coach to make. Yeah, yep, yep. So, no, they're fun. They are fun to watch. All right. Hey, Tylers, Beaumont Tylers have what you need this end of financial year. You know Beaumont's. Beaumont's are here with their huge savings, and they have helped David from Waverley Bathrooms, who shops at Beaumont Tiles, Oakley in Victoria, to keep his business going, and they can help you too. If you're looking for huge saving on tiles, hybrid flooring, taps, vanities, even the loop, look no further than Beaumont's. You're listening to the 2022 Premiership season on AFL Nation for Beaumont Tiles. Hybrid flooring in store now. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.